So you have these rape kits. How do they, in in quick terms, how do they work and they're just, how are they stored? And then how do you tap into them, you know, 20, 30 years later and actually find something? Yeah, we're making great progress on that front. We, we came to a really distressing realization a few years ago that North Carolina had more of these untested kits than any, any other state in the country. So I've partnered with the legislature, and this is something we've been working on in bipartisan fashion uh, to attack the backlog. About 95% of the 16,000 kits have been tested or are in the process of being tested. And we've had, I think, something like 1,400 hits uh, where these old kits actually get connected to a person, somebody who is in the DNA database, which is obviously an incredibly hot lead on, well, on a case that could be 20 or 30 years old. Uh, and many of those have been investigated, but not all of them, because like I mentioned earlier, our law enforcement agencies are severely under-resourced. And so by creating a cold case unit at the state level to work these cases, we can help local law enforcement get very dangerous people off the street and put them behind bars where they can't hurt anybody else. I had no idea that North Carolina was uh, at the top in terms of having a backlog of these test kits. What's great is we no longer are. We were. We were the worst, and we're going to work hard so that uh, by this time next year, there will be no backlog. So, Attorney General Stein, I've got to I've got to give credit where credit is due. That was really a, a great effort that that you led in that department. I um, do want to ask you a little bit about um, our our police departments and and law enforcement and the vacancies that they're seeing. Um, huh? When I talk to those men and women regularly, I see a lot of low morale. I see folks that don't feel supported. Um, I see folks that are oftentimes concerned and afraid to do their job of proactive policing because of some of the ramifications that may come about, you know, and, and that that's a reaction to some societal things we saw. Um, are we hearing you say that you are a steadfast supporter of, of law enforcement in North Carolina? No, there's no, no question. We can have excellent law enforcement, and, and excellent law enforcement means uh, keeping people safe, but also doing their job well. And and that's what the vast majority of cops do. And I think that it's incumbent upon all elected officials to thank law enforcement for doing the job. It's an incredibly tough job. It's a dangerous job. It has immense consequences on on officers' physical and mental health. Mm -hmm. And we need to be there to support them. Um, We need to get more folks in the door at the beginning. And that's why we want to have hiring bonuses to bring people into the profession who may be in high school or in college or from out of state, bring some of those trained officers into North Carolina. Uh, We want to have stop the pension penalty because right now there are a lot of officers at 30 years who are retiring but don't want to retire, but they can't take the hit on their pension and we can stop that penalty so they can stay on the job. Uh, And then we want to keep the officers, the ones who are in sort of that five to 10 year window in the profession rather than have them abandon it and go do something else because of morale or because of pay or something else. So we want to incentivize them and give them bonuses if they get more education and more training so that they see a long-term career path in the profession. And then of course, supporting their, their mental health and wellness uh, because it is, it is a tough, tough job. 